Amen. Amen. Well, guys, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad uh, we get to do this. We're jumping into a brand new series this morning uh, called The Real God. And it's a church-wide series. We're going to explain that here at the end of our service. Um, but let's do this. I'm going to pray for us. We're going to put a, a, a QR code up on the screen, full screen. And uh, if you would like sermon notes, and, and there's great stuff in the bulletin this week, uh, we want to challenge you to take out your, your smartphone, point it at that. There's also things all around you, uh, little QR codes in the sanctuary. Uh, go ahead and, and scan that so that you can get your notes ready. Father God, um, thank you so much for allowing us to be here. Lord, thank you um, for your word, which is alive and active. It, it's sharper than a double-edged sword. We know that it is useful for teaching and rebuking and correcting and training us in righteousness. And God, that is what we need. And, and so, Holy Spirit, we want to invite you now to come and take your place as, as our teacher. You are the teacher of this church, and we pray that you would lift up and exalt Jesus Christ, that we might see more clearly than ever before. God, we love you. It is in your name that we pray all of these things. And God's people said, Amen. Amen. All right, so I, I want to start with a question, and, and here's the question. How many of you uh, have ever played dominoes? How many of you have ever played dominoes? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Play dominoes. Okay, a slightly different question. How many of you have ever played with dominoes? Okay, so playing with versus playing, totally different. So I'm not talking about 42 or chicken foot or, or uh, Amtrak. Playing with dominoes, you line them up and you knock them over, right? That kind of thing. Okay, you guys have done that? Everybody, childhood? Has any adult done it not in their childhood recently? All right, awesome, awesome. Uh, well, I, I know this is a weird place to start as we start a new series, but I kind of want to talk to you about dominoes, all right? Uh, and and, and I'll, I'll share an interesting fact, by the way, those that have played with dominoes. The longest train of dominoes that was ever knocked over, ready? Uh, it was 4,491,863 dominoes, just in case you wanted to know. Okay, just, just so you know, we put some time and research into these things. So, uh, pretty cool, pretty cool. Now, here's the thing about dominoes, kind of interesting, right? The standard domino is about two inches tall, it's about an inch wide, and it doesn't weigh very much. Um, but something happens when you line them up and you, you knock them over. Uh, we, we call that the domino effect. Has anybody heard of the domino effect, right? So the, the domino effect that you, you knock it over. And, and here's the deal. Uh, these things have a potential energy when, when, when linked together with, with gravity and, and knocked over that this one domino can actually knock over a domino twice its size. And then that domino has the potential energy to then knock over a domino twice its size and so forth and so on and so on. And so uh, at one point, uh, a, a Dutch scientist wanted to check this out. He wanted to see how big of a domino he could knock over. So he created a 26-foot-tall domino uh, that weighed half a ton. So 26-foot-tall domino weighed half a ton. And, and he, uh, he, he sets this up, and within 10 dominoes, he was able to knock over a 26-foot-tall half-ton domino because of potential energy. And you say, why are we talking about potential energy when we're starting a new series that's talking about God? And, and here's why. Because I believe wholeheartedly that all of us have a potential spiritual energy that is untapped, right? And, and, and so what I want to talk to you this morning is, is just about the first domino. Because if we can get the first domino right, if the first domino is right, I think it has the capacity to really bring about change in our life. So that's what I want to talk to you about this morning. Four things I'm going to share with you as we enter this new study called Real God. And, and again, week one, it's just the title of the sermon is Your First Domino. Uh, if you've got your sermon notes up, fill in the blank with me. By the way, you can cheat on those at the park. 
uh, we didn't have slides, so they couldn't fill in the blanks. I said, there's a button you can click that just says, see without blanks. So uh, that's cheating. You're here. You have screens. You should, you should be typing in, but whatever. Uh, but, but here's the first thing I want you to see this morning. Right? Here it is. Uh, as we look at some of the people who've had the largest impact on the kingdom of God, we see a pattern. They all started small, and their goal was simply to know more about God, right? So, so as we look at the big, the big names in the Bible, we're going to talk about three big names this morning, and, and so here they are, right? So we're going to talk about Moses, uh, we're going to talk about David, and we're going to talk about Paul. And as, as, we, as we think about those people, we think about uh, Moses and David and Paul, uh, what, you, what you'll see is those people didn't set out with the intention of, of being these really smart, great, uh, big, like awesome people. What they did instead is, is they all kind of started with, with one simple thing in common. And that, co- that thing in common was that they really just wanted to know more about God. And, and that's really important. In fact, A.W. Tozer, the great theologian, uh, says this. Um, he says that what, whatever we think about God, what comes to mind when we think about God is actually the most important thing about us. I'm going to say that again. What, what comes to our minds when we think about God is the most important thing uh, uh, about us. And, and what that means, guys, is that the most important thing about me is not what I do for a living. It, it's not how much money I, ha- I have saved up. It's not uh, where my house is located, who my friends are, or even my family. But the most important thing in my entire life is actually what I believe about God, is what I think about God. Because what I think about God has the potential spiritual energy to eventually knock over giants of my life in my life if I think the right thing, right? But follow me, if I think the wrong thing about God, then those things will never crumble. Those things will never fall. You guys following me? So, so when I talk to you about your first domino, I just want you to know it's really important. It's really important what we, we talk about. So, so what did these people that we see as, as these great, great saints, uh, you know, kind of our spiritual heroes, what did, what did, what did they think about God? What did, what did they want to do? Well, let's start, let's start with Moses. You know that Moses didn't set out to be the lawgiver? Believe it or not, that wasn't his goal. You guys may remember this, that he actually kind of fought with God. He's like, hey God, I, I, I don't want to do this. But Moses didn't set out to be the lawgiver. That's not what he wanted. What, what Moses really wanted was to see the glory of God. In fact, this is what he says. He says, God, show me your glory. Right? That's what Moses says. Moses says, show me your, your glory. And, and so in Exodus uh, 33, uh, Exodus 33, um, Moses is, is literally just come down off the temple. So he come, or off the mountain. He comes down off the mountain, and the people of God, you may remember, had while he was on the mountain, are like, we don't know when he's coming down. He was up there a while, because God is working through all the covenants and the commandments and, and explaining to Moses. So, so he's gone, and the people are like, hey, Aaron... Um, we want a God to worship. We don't know if Moses is ever coming down. And so they, they talk Aaron into creating this golden calf. And they create a golden calf. And not only do they worship, guys, it gets bad. It turns into this thing of debauchery. It, it's not worship like what you would think. It was just they're pleasing their fleshly cravings and they're calling that to God. And so God is ticked, man. God's like, hey, you better get off this mountain, go down and talk some sense into your people because I'm about to kill them. I brought them out of Egypt. I will send them back. And, and, uh, like, like, and, and, and then Moses is like, no, God, you promised. We're your people. Look how you've delivered us. All the nations have seen your hand, God. If you, if you went against your people now, what would they say about you? And so God kind of is like, ah. Uh, he says, okay, well, Moses, here's the deal. You're going to lead them out of here. We're going to get out of this place. But before he leaves, Moses is like, God, if you don't go, man, if you don't go with us, I can't go. 
like if, if you're not, if your presence is with me, I, I can't, I can't go, Lord. I can't, I can't do that. And, and so this is what he asked of God. Uh, Exodus 33, 17 through 18, put it up on the screen for you. Uh, it says, the Lord answered Moses, I'm going to do this very thing that you've asked for. I'm going to go with you, right? Uh, for you have found favor with me, and I know you by name. And then get this, Moses says to God, please let me see your glory. Please let me see your glory. And, and so, so God says, I will cause all of my goodness to pass in front of you and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before you and I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious and I will have compassion on who I will have compassion on. What about David? What about David? What, what, did, what did David want from God? Remember David, he didn't, he didn't set out to be the giant slayer. David didn't set out to be the, the greatest king in all of Israel. That's not what David set out to do. David, David he, just, he just wanted to experience the beauty of God. Right? Psalm 27, this is what David asked for. He says, I've asked one thing from the Lord. It's what I desire, to dwell in the house of the Lord all of the days of my life, gazing on the beauty of the Lord and seeing or seeking Him in His temple. All David wanted, God, show me your beauty. Right? He just wanted to see the beauty of God. Now, now think with me about the Apostle Paul. Did the Apostle Paul set out to, to write half the, old, uh, half the New Testament? Was that his, was that his goal? Like, he's like, all right, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come up and I'm going to write the Bible. Like, that is not, like, like a Paul's life was radically changed. He was a persecutor of the church. He was actually, he was seeking out Christians to have them thrown in jail and put to death when Jesus appears to him on the road to Damascus. And Paul's like, wah! And he's blinded. And, and, and then suddenly, for the rest of his life, Paul's like, man, that Jesus that appeared to me, I want to know him. I want, I want to know all about Him. I want to know about the power of His resurrection. I want to know about the suffering He faced. And, and so this is what Paul says. He says, man, I, I, I want to know Christ. Philippians 3.10. He says, my goal is to know Him and, and the power of His resurrection and the fellowship of His suffering being conformed to His death. That's Philippians 3.10. Here's what I'm going to say to you guys. Uh, listen. We all have people that we look at in life and we think, man, I wish spiritually I could be like that person, fill in the blank, right? We, we, we set them kind of on a pedestal, man, I wish I could be like that person. Whoever that person is to you, and that could be a biblical character, it could be uh, Moses or David or Paul, but it could be like grandma. Here's what I'm going to tell you, that person didn't set out to be that way. They didn't set out to be that way. What they sought out to do was to know God. And if you get the first domino right... <laughs> then all the other things will eventually fall into place, right? And so the first domino is of huge importance. So that's the first thing I want to talk about. Here's the second thing I want you to know, guys, is that when our first domino is a desire to know God and to see Him accurately, uh, our first domino will impact the lives of people beyond any spiritual activity. When our first domino is a desire to know God and see Him accurately, our first domino will impact the lives of people beyond any spiritual activity. So here is one thing that COVID has done, right? It has stripped away all the extra, amen? Right? I mean, all that extra stuff that we, we seek to do, like that stuff has just kind of been removed. The veil has been pulled back. And so all that extra stuff that we, we seek to do has kind of been removed. But, but that could actually be a really good blessing. And here's why that could be a blessing, right? Because we as people, as humans, we have a tendency to seek to do instead of be. Alright? I'm going to say that again. We as humans have a tendency to seek to do instead of be. Because it's easier to do than it is to be. 
See, to be involves hard stuff. To be involves transformation of character. To be uses uh, the depths of who I am on the inside. And it's really hard work. To do involves showing up. It does. And so as Christians, I'm not, I'm not trying to knock you. We, we, need, we need people to serve. We need you to, to do, right? But, but ultimately, as Christians, many of us, what we do is we, we try to hide in what we do. Right? So I got up and I read my Bible and I prayed and I didn't cuss today and I didn't drink too much. And hey, I went to church uh, some way, whether it was online, at the park, here in person, wearing a mask, whatever. I went to church, so I've checked my boxes and, I, and I've done. But it's easy to do and not be. That's why Jesus shows up and he talks to the Pharisees. He's like, man, man, you do a lot, but, but you aren't being the right people. Right? And, and, and so this is what I'm going to tell you. This is really kind of transformative. Is, is that, listen, what we need to do is focus on who God is. Because ultimately, if we, we have to be the people of God. And the only way to be the people God wants us to be is to accurately know who He is. Because God says, right? Jesus says, be holy as I am holy. Well, how can we be holy if we don't know what that looks like? And so... To, to be, that being, starts first with, with this knowledge. God, who am I? And so, listen, if our first domino is set on, hey, hey God, I, I want to I I see you accurately. If that's our first domino, man, then that lines us up for really powerful things. And then, and then that first domino is going to hit that second one, and it's going to grow into that second one. And before you know it, that life has a huge impact beyond any kind of, kind of thing that we could sign you up for, any kind of activity. Right? Knowing God has, has that key to really unlocking all that. Third thing I want to share with you guys. And by the way, that second thing, you'll notice the word I, I use accurately. Uh, we're going to circle back to that at the end. That, that, uh, why accurate is so important. We, we have a lot of inaccuracies in our knowledge of God. And, and that causes huge problems in our life. We'll come back to that. Third thing, I, I want you to know that if, if we want to see Jesus clearly... Uh, or if we want to see God clearly, see, speaking of clearly, hold on one sec. All right, uh, there, whoo, wow, that's awesome. Uh, man, if we want to see God clearly, we need to look closely at Jesus. If we want to see God clearly, we need to look closely at Jesus. I don't know what happened. I woke up one day and like couldn't clip my fingernails. I was like, what is, I cannot see. It just happened out of the, out of the blue. It was great. Uh, so if we, if we want to see God clearly, we need to look at Jesus closely. And so over the next seven weeks, this whole series is, is about knowing God, right? It's the real God. So I, I want to know the real God. I, I don't want to just buy in to my misconceptions, I, not, not even things that I was just taught, but like, God, who are you really? For, so for the next seven weeks, kind of starting this week, we're going to dive in. And then over the next seven weeks, we're actually going to study some of his character traits. And listen, as we study this real God, uh, like, like, wanting to know him accurately, ultimately, all of the character traits that we're going to study, we're going to turn to the New Testament and we're going to see those alive in Jesus Christ. Because Jesus is the best representation of God that we can find. Uh, He's speaking to Philip in the book of John uh, 14, and this is what he says. Uh, It says, Jesus said to him, have I been among you all this time and you don't know me, Philip? The one who has seen me has, has seen the Father. In, in Hebrews uh, chapter 1, verse 3, it says, The Son is the radiance of God's glory. He's the exact expression of His nature. And, and so, guys, what we're going to really effort to do here over the next few weeks is just focus on knowing this God and, and, and 
the, the best way we get to know God is by looking at Jesus Christ. It's by looking at Jesus Christ, which brings me to the last point. And this is, uh, this is kind of a big deal, right? Every issue in your life, my life too, every issue in our life, every relational issue, every self-image issue can be traced back to a faulty view of who God is. Let me say that again. Every issue in our life, every relational issue, every self-image issue can be traced back to a faulty view of who God is, right? And so I want you to think, think with me again, potential energy, right? Inertia. So this one little domino, uh, wait, wait, here, we, we changed my close-up camera, it's over here. This, this one little domino, right? has the potential energy to knock over one twice its size, and then that one twice its size, and that one twice its size, and that one twice its size. Uh, and, and, and when we talk about knowing God accurately, so we talk about potential energy is good. But here's what I want you to understand. If we have a wrong view of God, the same thing is true. If we have a wrong view of God at the core of who we are, if, if, if the first domino is wrong, that domino has potential energy to cause chaos in your life. And what I would suggest to you, friends, is honestly, that's most of our stories, right? That, that, that most of us grew up in a household and we began to hear the Bible and we heard that God is Father, and so we, we immediately began to, to put some things on God that probably don't belong on God. And so maybe your father was a little harsh, maybe he was a, a little critical, and so you have a tendency to think about God that way, don't you? So you have this tendency to kind of view God as this really harsh God that's kind of always downgrading you and judging you. And you just think, man, I can never be enough. I'm not good enough for God. There's no way God could use me. And so maybe that's you. Maybe, maybe you're more like me. My story is that my dad, as much as I love him, wasn't, wasn't present a lot of my life, right? And, and so, man, I spent my life trying to get my father's attention. I spent my life trying to earn his, his affection. And it's like, he loved me. I found out like later, like he really loved But But man, just that, is, it's ingrained in who I am now. And, and so when it comes to my walk with God, I have this tendency to constantly try to earn his affection. There are often times that, that I, 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 don't, I don't feel like I belong, right? There, there are times that I feel like God is, is disappointed in me. That's at the core. And listen, if, if that's your first domino, man, that causes all kinds of problems down the line. And so what we're going to do, we didn't tell you guys this when we started this whole, hey, we're going to do a church-wide study. We're, we're, part of what we're going to do, hopefully, is remove the wrong thoughts and replace them with accurate thoughts about God. Because here's what I believe. I believe every person in this room, everybody in their room watching at home, uh, I, I believe we all have great spiritual potential. And I think there are things in your life that you think are immovable and unchangeable. But I believe if you will get the right view of God, that those things will fall. I believe it wholeheartedly. I, 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 I believe we have to experience that goodness of God. And, and if we do... Man, if we do, I think we're going to see some amazing things happen. So let me ask you a simple question. We started with it. Here it is again. Uh, what is your first domino? That's the question. And what is your first domino? And so we, we kind of come out of this application. That, that's actually where the application starts. This week, your, your, your challenge before we get too far along in this whole series, this week, your first challenge, uh, simply put, is, is to identify your first domino. 
identify your first domino. What is the one thing about God that you need to know the most about? What is the one thing about God that you need to know the most about? It, it's probably connected to, to one of those wrong beliefs, right? <laughs> like, 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 like we sing songs in church and you're like, I, I never, I, you know, when we, we, we sing, I, I, I'm a child of God and, and I am who you say I am. And sometimes we're like, oh, and that's hard for you to accept. So maybe that's what you've you, you got to study, right? Maybe you think that God is, is harsh and so you really need to identify how good he is, Right? Uh, maybe you, you need to study, and your first domino is, I need to study the presence of God. Because sometimes I feel like he's just up there and he could care less about me. And so that's what you need to walk through. Maybe um, your thing is provision. And, and you need to study the provision of God and, and go, God, I, I want to see how you never let your kids down, right? That's what I want to study. And so I, I just want to challenge you. I want to challenge you to be thinking about what your first domino And I really want you to try to identify it this week. So that's the first thing. Second thing, guys, is uh, we want to challenge you to seek God. To seek God. So I did this math at the park, so I'm cheating, okay? 56 days is how long this study is. 56 days. So experts will tell you that if you do anything for 21 days, it becomes a habit. So 56 days, we should be able to nail this thing, right? So 56 days, what we're going to ask is that you would begin every day, end every night, and, and, and midday. I want you to contemplate and think about who God really is. Just seek God. The promise of God's word, Jeremiah 29, 13 says, When you seek me with all of your heart, then you will find me. When you seek me with all of your heart, you, then you'll find me. That's the promise of God's word. So that's what we're going to, I want you to commit to seeking God. Man, get up in the morning and, and, and start your day and say, man, I'm, I'm doing this study, God, and here's my first domino, and I, I, I want to know about your provision. And so, man, you, maybe you start with the story of Abraham and Isaac up on the mountain, and, and Abraham raises a knife, and, and the Lord just said, Abram, Abram, no! And, and the ram is providing, you go, oh, God, yes, Right? Maybe that's where you start. I, I, I don't know, but I, I'm just trying to, every single day, seek out the Lord. Think about it. And you go through the day, it's lunchtime, and oh, it's been a rough day. You're kind of looking at the watch, going, oh, I can't wait till I get off. You, you just pause for a second. You know what, today I'm, I'm thinking about the goodness of God. God, you are so good. You've provided me with this job. I get to go home to an awesome family. Lord, you are good, right? And we just, we, we think through those things. So, so identify your first domino, seek God. And here's the last thing, guys. We're really going to ask you to commit to this study. Um, we're going to ask you to commit to this study. So um, because this is a church-wide study, uh, we have some cool things going on. So um, we are going to do small groups in weird ways because of COVID. Uh, so uh, this, this study is available on Right Now Media. And uh, for you guys that are here, if you're just watching online, even if you're not a church member, we can give you a free subscription to Right Now Media. We just need your email address. So you can email us at office at fbcelkin.org. And uh, we're happy to send that to you. But on Right Now Media, um, every week, we're going we're gonna to watch one small group session. They're about 20 minutes. And then uh, on Wednesday nights, our men are going to meet at 6 o'clock. Uh, we're going to do that via Zoom right now. Um, and, uh, and we're going to do that via Zoom. We're going to watch that video together. And then we're going to have some discussion on Zoom. Now, the ladies, we got we to gotta get off because then the ladies start at 7.30 that night. And they're going to do the same thing. And so there's some small group discussion. Uh, now, our youth are going to meet here in person, outdoors, um, and, and uh, kind of like what we did at the park. They're going to meet outdoors on Tuesday nights. Uh, and so they're going to meet outdoors, and they're going to have kind of youth group. And they're going to be talking about the same things that we're talking about.
talking about. Our children are going to meet on Monday nights. Miss Catherine's right there. They're going to meet on Monday nights uh, online for now. And uh, they're going to be meeting online. And, and she's going to be talking about the same things that we're learning about. So every age group is, is going to be impacted. Now for families with kids, uh, we're, we're going to send you guys family devotionals. And those family devotionals are really, really cool. And uh, we're asking one meal a week. Just one meal. Pick one meal a week that you sit down and you talk about these things with your family. We've got questions that you can, you can do. Now, on social media, uh, I hope you guys, I know right now it's so hard because I kind of want you to avoid social media right now. I'm just being honest. However, you can log on to social media for this purpose. Uh, on Mondays, we're going to give you a memory verse. On Tuesdays, we're going to talk about, uh, like, like this Tuesday, we're going to talk about this A.W. Tozer quote, uh, that, that what you think about God is the most important thing about you. Uh, on Wednesdays, we're going to drop some wisdom, and we're going to do a little mini Bible study uh, on these topics and kind of go from there. Uh, we've got stuff on Thursday. So if you, would, if you are on social media, just, just like, share our stuff. Um, those things would be really, really huge for us. They matter. Um, people see that. And so we're going to ask you to get involved, to get plugged in, to commit to this study. I've probably missed some things, but I hope... Oh, uh, if you want to follow along, there is a book that we're walking through. It's Chip Ingram's book called The Real God. You can buy it on Amazon uh, or Christian book distributors. It is under 10 bucks, is what I'm told. So I have a copy, uh, but I've got to be honest. Tiffany ordered that copy for me, so I don't know what it costs. Um, but I'm pretty sure I was told it's under 10 bucks. So uh, we want to encourage you to do those things, okay? Everybody good? Awesome, awesome. Uh, speaking of which, now at the park it was really cool. We're not going to do it here, but we are going to ask you to go home as family units and have uh, those discussions. We've got some family uh, discussions every, every week for you in our sermon notes. We'd love for you to do those things. I'm going to pray for us, and then we are officially going to dismiss, okay? All right, let me pray. Father God, thank you for loving us. It was so good to be in this sanctuary and to see people's uh, faces and, and their beautiful eyes lighting up. And um, God, I pray that you would help us as a church, God, commit uh, to this study. I pray for uh, all of us that you grant us wisdom to see if, if some of those primary important dominoes in our life might be based upon wrong thoughts of you. And Lord, I pray that over the next uh, eight weeks here that you would help replace those thoughts with the truth about who you are and your character so that we can see that spiritual impact that we all long uh, to see. God, we love you. We praise you. It is in your name that we pray all of these things. And God's people said, amen, amen. Thank you guys for being here. For our at-home viewers, thank you so much. We love you. We cannot wait to worship with you in person. Uh, we've got church at the park at 8 a.m. We've got uh, our services here in the sanctuary at 10 a.m. Please join us when you're comfortable. We love you. God bless you. You are officially dismissed.